Sleeper 2020, a series of conversations with explorers, artists, and thinkers in the world of hospitality experience and design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first Spotlight session on Pan Pacific London. I'm Ben Thomas, Assistant Editor at Sleeper Media, and today I am joined by George Yabu and Glenn Puschelberg, founders of international design firm Yabu Puschelberg, as well as Anne Golden, the General Manager at Pan Pacific London. So on the, on the topic of Pan Pacific, um, back in June we heard that the hotel's opening date had been pushed back to early 2021 due to the pandemic. So what stage is the project up to now and when are you actually expecting guests through the door? Where we are right now, very, uh, it's very exciting. The canopy at the front of the building is going on. Uh, most importantly, the uh, construction porter cabins will be coming off the plaza by the end of um, August. And I think for the first time then, you're really going to see um, you know, our plaza. And we are the only hotel in London to have one, so we're all proud of that. Um, yeah. in, in terms of um, specifics, we um, let me start by saying the decision to push the hotel back um, was first of all um, taken out of our hands really as, as, as it was with all of the other hotels in London um, but we took a long time to a little pause and then time to work out a way of um, continuing to work safely so we're working with government guidelines um, but despite that we're hoping to open um, in spring of 2021 which I think is an excellent time to open um, and I think um, I think you know when you walk around and you see some of the pro the progress you know sort of um, the, when I was there yesterday I hadn't been there since March and I was blown away by some of the progress it's, it's truly beautiful and how have you introduced uh, safety measures? I know that obviously hotels and guests themselves are going to want those certain reassurances when they book a trip. How, how important has the instruction of safety measures been in the opening? We have a program called Pan Pacific Cares. And um, without me sort of running through absolutely every single thing that is, uh, for more information, at people that are interested, it's um, on the company website, so on www.panpacific. Uh, dot com will give you the whole rundown of Pan Pacific Cares and it's um, a very stringent um, system but born out of real experience and expertise so uh, please feel rest assured that when you arrive at uh, Pan Pacific London you've been looked after people who really know what they're doing when it comes to um, emergencies such as a global pandemic. Should we talk a little bit about the design process and, and how that all got started? Um, George and Glenn, how did you first get involved in the project and how many years has it been in the making for you guys? Gosh, I'm <laughs> going to guess that this has got to be close to five years but by the time it's finished, which is not unreasonable. Not We've had projects, uh, gosh, last year we opened a hotel in China that took 11 and a half, almost 12 years. Um, but it has been almost five years and we try to be, of course, Designing hotels, you have to be really forward thinking. You have to think, what is the future? Where and who is my customer? And what are they going to? How are they going to respond? And how are they going to? How does society change? How do we? How do we move forward? I think that um, you know the kind of classic, typical, our typical five-star brands have very conventional ways of doing things. Yeah, and 
because we were dealing with a client who had a younger, physically younger, mentally younger, we were thinking more about who the who the modern um, executive would be and how they would how they live their life and what their tastes would be. And we think that um, it's interesting with the COVID thing that people are becoming more fluid in where they how they where they eat, yeah. where they drink, and how they respond to people. You know, of course, we're stretching ourselves away apart from each other a little bit, but we're more fluid and. Uh, things like the lobby of this hotel have very gracious um, and varied seating areas of different heights of seat, from tea lounge heights, height, uh, sofa seating, so you can dine at, you can have to take that to, to, to much more. Um, so there's a, there's a mix, I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, there are, the, the definition of spaces is looser. It is, yeah. You don't enter into the lobby lounge you kind of fall into it and you yeah. kind of fall into the bar and you go upstairs to the dining room which is a, actually a series of spaces that are that are very fluid and i think we always thought that i mean we're probably a little bit older than the target customer but we live a very fluid life but we live a very modern life you know, we're informed travelers we travel a lot ourselves and we think about these issues about about modernity, uh, about modernity, and how we live differently today. You know, when you get to the to the, the hotel room, we we've always, you know, we're all like most travelers. We're always forgetting our things, like, oh, where did I leave my phone? Where, where are my keys? Where, where are my basic yeah. things? We've always thought that as you enter a hotel room, there should be a vestibule like the home with a place to sit to take your shoes off, a place to put your phone so it's always in the same place, a place where there's a mirror. So that we're thinking about how the user uses it, uses the hotel in a, in, a, in a modern way, not the old-fashioned formula. And, and this intuitive base, of course. And, and to reinforce what Glenn just said, you know, we're all, today we're all time-starved. So you don't want to think of those, think of those things about where, you know, where did I leave my things? So did I leave my, my personal belongings in the walk-in closet? You know, make sure you can see them in the door, for instance. Or for instance, going to, uh, you know, saving time. Why leave, you know, uh, the hotel premises after work or, uh, and go to, you know, go to another part of London to have a dining experience. Why not just hang around? And that saves time in itself. Well, if you have the right experience. I if think, you have the right experience. I think yeah. also yeah. aesthetically, yeah. we wanted to, to, to create an aesthetic that it was gracious that was modern without being uh, confrontational yeah. or just challenging, but without being challenging. <laughs> yeah. But so that we also, we, 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 were, we were addressing the needs of the more, of a more uh, traditional minded person to a more contemporary minded person. That kind of, yeah. you know, good mixing that you would find in a home of, of, of modern and, and classic pieces of adding color, soft color in places. Uh, that wasn't jarring, and to create a hotel that was gracious and and is, you know, timelessness. Timelessness is a kind of uh, everybody says it, but it's really difficult. To also, I think I might might add to that point that the DNA of of Pan Pacific, and, and I don't know if Andy want to add to this, but um, it is an Asian brand. But to not be so. Um, let's say, cloyingly or traditionally bound by it. It has to have that sense of that. And, and how we there's did that was through, there's yeah. a nod to that most, 
it's, it's above all else, there's that Asian calm and serenity that works really well, uh, uh, especially for, uh, for um, you know, high-powered um, uh, movers and shakers in the financial world. I think that if they, subconsciously or consciously, they'll appreciate that, that uh, soft DNA coming through. And yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it, and and it's not um, it's not the cliches of let's let's throw in some bread, you know, Chinese <laughs> yeah, right. or oh, or in the food and beverage, let's show some teapots, you know, on shelves yeah. or something. It's just a lot more subtle and a lot more sophisticated. And you may not catch it right away, but when it come back, you know, hopefully we'll build it to so and and the way it was operated by an Pacific. People will want to come back, and they will then they'll start understanding the layering, the subtle layering of it, which gives the whole project a, 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 a limitlessness in its in its uh, duration and longevity. That was important that to us. Having worked throughout Asia and Southeast Asia, what we 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 realize and we understand that there are many different aesthetics throughout that area of the world, and. Uh, Japan is unlike China, is unlike Hong Kong, is unlike mm -hmm. Taiwan, unlike Thailand, unlike Singapore. And Singapore is actually, um, the aesthetic there generally is much more restrained and gracious. It has this nod to, to colonialism of, of being English in, in, in a proper way. And so there's a kind of naturalness, natural progression in the aesthetic of the hotel that has a kind of spared back yeah. Asian aesthetic that comes from the root of Singapore. It also has a nod to being English. It's yes, important yeah. to feel that it belongs in the place it is. Yeah. And um, I, we like that frisson of, yeah. the, of Eastern and Western things together. Yeah. And I think it adds layers to the project that makes it unique and specific. It's important that each hotel has its own personality based on what the brand represents, where, the, where it's located, where it and who our customers are going, going to be yeah. in 10 years. Yeah. And Anne, how closely involved were you in the design process? Is it something that you work with George and Glenn throughout? I am going to put it out there that I had nothing to do with the design process, um, except where they have been super generous and they've let, you know, we've talked about, uh, we had a great session talking about how, right. even just the way that we, we plant this hotel, right. will, will yeah. inform people about, what we're trying to to you know and not in the as 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 george was saying the obvious red decor and little gold bits here and there it's so intelligent the way that you know there's these little nods and it's, it's something you might smell as you walk through the yes. welding floor or, it may not catch right away as i said yeah absolutely that, that subsequent visit the it's layering so, yeah. so subtle it's really lovely and you know just some of the the, the beautiful uh, design concepts so you know the rooms have an asian and english garden yep. um theme yep. to them and um the, the the public areas it's rainforest and and woodland yep. Yep. and this is marrying the this incredible heritage of rainforest in it's, singapore with this, it's not, this yeah. much softer english woodland and um yep. Honestly, it's not jarring. It's, it's not jarring. It's not jarring so when, at all. So when, it it when works. You see the beautiful uh, the imagery artwork on the headboard, and I'm not going to give too much away right now. In the guest room, it's like when you, when you have an an an, an Asian touch to the, to the brush strokes to English oak leaf, for instance, it's not really? jarring. 
it's not really jarring at all. Yeah. I think the metaphors of nature, as we've been talking about, are even more appropriate today. I think with the pandemic and things, we look to nature as a calming device. Mm. I do think that that there's a calming, Calming. calmness to that. I Mm -hmm. think that having the square in front of us provides light and provides a kind of relief of space. I think that you think that even the planning of the rooms where the bed is on an angle, but it's Mm -hmm. facing out to the sunlight. We think about as in in the morning waking up. A, mm. fe- a being in the sky, a feeling of the ethereal realm of the yeah. serenity, yeah. rather than being on the, as, you, as beds are usually placed on the, su- on the side walls of the space, mm. you don't really catch all of that. But by facing the sunlight in the morning, as the, as the blinds and drapes open, mm. there is this notion of, this emotional, con- emotional attachment to it. I think mm. that, and that's when we go back and talk about the, the vestibule at the evening, you come into the room and, and the lighting is low and it's softer and it's warmer and the tones are deeper. And then it becomes more ethereal as you get into your bed and sitting areas. Yeah. Yeah. We think about all of these things um, because they have meaning and more meaning than just uh, the color of a wall. We're detailed people. We like, we want to know what the Kleenex box looks like in the room and feels like and, yeah. the, and yeah. the trash can and, and the, all the amount, the OS and E's and, the completeness of a project is important to us. There's this really lovely moment when you you walk into the front the front uh, hall area, and there is the most exquisite tapestry hanging behind yes, the reception. Yes. Yep. And it's 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 this greyhound with this with the, this exotic <laughs> bird, but the brushstrokes are, are very much in the Chinese tradition. Yep. And so what you're seeing is you're seeing this very, at first glance, you're like, wow, that's a typically English landscape. Then very, very nuanced details. Yes, yes, you. So yes. You're like, Surprise, oh, yes. An yep. exotic bird like that in England. <laughs> and then you start to see the brush strokes. And I think it's this um, intelligent, you know, kind of approach to um, the marriage between these two great culture that I think will 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 uh, surprise and delight people as they walk around and experience the various different um, areas in the hotel. And on that note, can uh, can either of you give us a walkthrough of the hotel sort of from the ground oh. upwards? Oh yeah, sure. You come yeah. in the drop off, you, you, there's an elegant stair that goes up to the dining room, yeah. sculptural stair, you turn to the left to check in and there's a sculptural Yes, just with these tapestries, yeah. but but you have light behind. You. Yeah, you also a diffused light yeah, behind, not, you, which is unusual for a check-in. And the welcoming check-in is not abruptly in, as you enter the doors. It's off to the left, up to the side, off to the side. So you're not, you're not yes. facing these check-in coffins, as I call them. And then after the check-in, there's a gr- there's a graceful set of steps, three yeah. steps up Level to change. the lobby up. lounge, which yeah. is a graceful lobby lounge with the fireplace. Or you go back towards your room in this kind of uh, cinnamon-colored loggia or arcade. Yeah, which, an, an arcade which is a kind of, or, or, or I guess in, in, in sense of English uh, traditional architecture, uh, a muse. But we created you know, that uh, a muse to get through, and it sort of slows you down, and it set the moodiness of the deeper color, cinnamon color, your voice um, drops, spicy color. You're just you're being set up as this as you're approaching the elevator or the lift uh, lobby to, to go to your room. So the energy is modulated 
uh, much softer. Deeper color, deeper tone, the more womb-like tone, you naturally slow down. You naturally, your voice Calm drops. Down. You yeah. feel quieter. We, 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 we like to sequence the, and help people's emotions change. Yep. Because the, then, then they feel the hotel. We don't see the hotel. hotel. Yeah. To us, when all of the parts or create the whole, you, you get emotional response rather than, oh, yeah. look yeah. at that blue wall. Oh, look at that emotional response. Yeah. But I think more of a less of an obvious emotional yeah. response. Yeah. It's intuitively telling you that, oh, so I'm going to go up to my respite, this beautiful respite, and it's setting you up for that to the progression of walking through this muse or loja. I think as or, you walk, arcade space, walk yeah. into the lobby lounge space, art is a social, uh, is a cultural uh, denominator. Oh, yes, I've come, I've come of age. I, I appreciate and understand art. It's, a, it's, it's part of our culture today. But we wanted to, to place art in not a conventional way. So we have, have this rail that we lean a kind of composition, yeah, rail, painting rail, composition art of rail. art on it because there's a modernity to that. And yeah. there's a casualness. Yeah. We don't think the hotel should be, we should have but to wear, wear our jackets anymore. We should feel comfortable um, coming in, in a jacket or not a jacket. And can you talk us through the, uh, the design of the Pan Pacific Suite on the 18th floor? Is, did you approach that space differently, or does it have a? I think it is a. It's a grander version of, of the room. I think that, I think that, um, we think that that is um, important. There's connectivity to the to the graciousness of them. Yeah. Of course, it's a suite, and there are, there, there 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 are many more layers to it. But this notion of, um, you were talking about. Um, uh, we commissioned friends of ours who are artists to do these painterly, yep. what are, you talked about these painterly um, oak leaves or leaves yes. and the, the base of the bed. The rooms are all paneled in wood, which is, we thought, oh my gosh, let's, let's go let's there. Let's go for it. Right? Let's go for <laughs> it. And you know, the, the lovely clients who were on side because they, there are no edges to the rooms. Yeah, because they're all, well, the you're edges. saying corners, there's no real sharp 90 degree corners that everything's canted on a just slightly shifted the square sleeping socializing living quarters past the bedroom and the walk-in closet so that shift by tilting it creates a sort of like a parallelogram shape to the well, to, even to the, the and to the space and the, there are no 90 degree corners in the room so they're all radius they corners they feel so you spacious. don't get a sense of defining space the rooms feel more spacious as a result. Even the drapery turns the corner. Yes, yes. It doesn't just end on the glass yes, blazing so that, wall. Yes, it turns the, the drapery corner. drapery track turns so around the, the corner. So, so the, you get more open. So it feels more, more open. To, it feels to more the open sky. to the so room. So obviously, yeah, it's like, uh, like using theater tricks to uh, create um, a more vastness, the perception of more vastness in space. You know, the uplighting in the back, and sort of like foot lighting in this behind your wardrobe, hung wardrobe, you get a sense of theatricality and the sense and the front lighting, you get to see exactly what you're going to choose to wear for that for that moment. But the whole idea of this uplighting and downlighting creates uh, a sense of you're not sure that you're just defined to a, um, a 60 um, uh, centimeter deep typical closet space. It just feels more open and spacious mm. even when you open the wardrobe. 
the food and drink side of the hotel is obviously a huge selling point. We've had a number of chefs announced already for the restaurants. And could you tell us a bit more about the, the F&B concept? So in terms of, as, as Glenn George said, one of, one of the most important things for us was that, you know, we became um, a destination. We're in this iconic location. And there's so much on our doorstep, but we really wanted to, to add to that, but in a really thoughtful way. So the first thing I'm going to say is that our, our culinary um, direction is very much Asian. It's going to take you on a, a journey um, through the melting pot of Singapore. If we, if, if we were going to be eating out in Singapore this evening, mm. there would be an array of um, all different types of uh, culinary experiences that we could enjoy. A very celebrated uh, pastry chef, uh, Cherish Finden, who's, who's joined our team, mm. and uh, you know, a sort of world-leading pastry chef, and we'll be creating some fantastic um afternoon uh tea concepts one will be um you know uh, asian and the other uh, traditional english and i think you know the as i said that some of the dishes that you might see are going to be favorites from singapore yeah. so, famous uh, favorites perhaps some chili yeah. crab um and and uh, some really authentic um dishes and they're so authentic our chef our wonderful executive chef has already um, found uh, people who can actually grow these ingredients in this country because a very big part of our brand yeah. is sustainability. What you'll find is very authentic Southeast Asian cuisine. It's just perfect because it just reflects what London is today, you know, the, uh, global, uh, global city and, and, and uh, the mashup of uh, South Asian to Southeast Asian to East Asian cuisine. It's just, just perfect. Let's not forget um, the cocktail bar. So we, yes. have, um, yeah. we have a beautiful bar um, down. Um, uh, and, and I think um, Glenn referenced one of the lovely things about the hotel is the fluidity and the way that you, you can walk through, in, through, you know, through the space. Um, yes. into uh, this beautiful gem um, of, of, of a bar. For the warmer months, um, I, know, I know it's difficult for some people to uh, imagine that we actually get them, but we're having an incredible <laughs> summer here That's in London fantastic. and we have a lovely terrace um, yeah, right onto the plaza, which is, yeah. is going to be somewhere where you can enjoy some of the fantastic cocktails. It's a champagne bar and we have over 165 really amazing um, champagnes with some some fun champagne houses as well along with wow. um, some English sparkling wine um, which is also um, really really um, high quality so there's, there's a lot of um, um, I, I can't leave this without talking about our patisserie so we have um, right. on on the um, on the second floor where, where the all day dining is our destination restaurant. We have a lovely patisserie there, which I think you're going to see some really uh, lovely Singaporean treats um, dished up uh, by Cherish there. And so um, you know, huge amounts uh, to to look forward to in the in the hotel. Yeah. I'd like to touch on the hotel's event spaces as well. I know that's an area that's going to offer 
huge opportunities for conferences, for gatherings. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in light of the, the current circumstances with events not being permitted at the moment, what events will you be looking to host when you open next year? And have you have you changed your thinking on that or approached it differently since coronavirus? Yeah, I think I think um, you you have to. You know, I think firstly, um, let let's let's address that. So we're not actually looking to um, to stop hosting a specific type of event, but we we very much anticipate that the numbers at these events may be affected by um, the current situation. Um, the, the, the Pacific Ballroom is, 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 is a stunning design, a beautiful, um, almost like a, a, a manor house type. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Beautiful space. It's actually Never. the first, first um, smart ballroom in uh, the city of London. If I may add that the equipment, the hardware itself is not ubiquitous. It doesn't take over the room. It's very discreet. Well, it's it's so clever that what the uh, screens do is that they uh, are they're actually loaded up with the exact Pantone and design of the wood paneling, and yes. if you want so to, uh, and, yeah. yeah, so they blend in to the background. Amazing. If you want, if you want a low tech environment, if you have a social event and you absolutely don't want big screens staring at you, right. um, yeah. you know, if you look for them. Ben, they're there, but it, you know they, they do not hit you in the face. Yes. The luxurious touch points that have been um, designed here. You know we have a beautiful VIP green room area green with room. direct yes. Yes. access, video link into the ballroom. So if you are someone, you know, a keynote speaker, or yes. if you're a, a, a bride and a bride, or a bride and groom, or a groom and a groom, and you're waiting yeah. there in the green room. Yes. Watch our guests in there, and um, you know, in absolute luxury, it's it's stunning. Yeah. I don't think any of us have mentioned this yet, but um, the space that we're talking about is three floors down, but in the way of a cathedral. And the yes. way I say that is because the volume of the, space, the pavilion, the pavilion on the on the on the lobby, the plaza, yes, been, on the plaza has been designed so that as as George you said, the light sh- it absolutely floods in from the from above, and you can access the um, the event either by a glass elevator that will take you down from the pavilion on the plaza, or an escalator where you can glide down these three um, sort of levels to yes. arrive in this effortlessly, it's effortless panel space. Yeah. It yeah. really is probably one of the most unique private entrances to any event space yep. in, in yeah. London. Yeah. So yeah. It's, um, it's so impressive. And then we have, and then you know what, um, the boys didn't stop there. They, they designed us the most gorgeous, um, all um, sort of self, you know, self-contained meeting floor on the fifth floor. I was just going to ask about the, the wellness floor. Is it an entire floor that's dedicated? It is. To it, it is. is. So, so the wellbeing floor is something um, unique for London and um, is, is the most incredibly beautiful space. So we have an 18.5 metre infinity pool that overlooks the plaza. Um, and the pool deck itself has been so beautifully designed. Um, you can lounge by the pool. 
um, you know, just just while while the day away, it, it, there's enough space. There's there's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't feel like sitting on a, 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 a you know jack furniture around a jack around the pool lounge furniture. We have like we have a living room or a living like room a, feel, you know. like a. It's like a greenhouse, a greenhouse feel off the pool. Yeah. So it's not just this narrow deck area that you sit along around the pool. You have these rooms off the spaces off the pool. What we, what we thought about was when we made the pool, we, we were designing a pool for a very wealthy residence, not a commercial pool. But that's what it, it feels like. That's yeah, what it feels right? like. Yeah, it feels like a, a pool pavilion. It is. No. It's like it's like yeah. you see, you imagine, you know, in a, a a a huge mansion somewhere, or you know, where you are at the moment. I'm sure there's there's, there's some of those in on, on Long Island, <laughs> where you you actually feel as if you're in, you know, you're in somebody's country house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're walking in in this incredibly generous space. Yes, that, and and, that, and the fact. You mentioned an affinity pool so close to the yeah. to the edge of the of the exterior uh, windows, full mm -hmm. full height. The reflection doubles that. The impression of doubling the you know the height of the windows is absolutely amazing. The corners of the hotel, almost like the prow of a boat pushing through the water, and you have these sharp <laughs> corners. And in these sharp corners that, you know, we, we have um, on the upper floors, we have the, the suites. And we have the happy, happy problem of there being so much glass and, 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 and you know, so much glass there and windows that yes. we're, we're kind of floor mounting the TV because there isn't a wall to put it on. You know, you, 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 just, you just have a panoramic view of the city. And you, you feel like you could be in Shanghai, you could be in Hong Kong, you could be yeah. anywhere. It has a very global feel when, when night falls and, you know, everything yep. could be life. And George and Glenn, you've designed uh, various hotels in London over the years. Uh, you yes. said you've worked yes. in addition. Uh, how does Pan Pacific London differ from other projects that you've worked well, in the city? I want to reiterate what I said earlier about uh, this hotel. What I'm very proud of is that it is going to be chic, stylish, somewhat timeless, modern, uh, but but uh, but a hotel that we I believe will attract many different parts, many different stratas of, of society, which is really what hotels used to be and are becoming again is like social centers. creating social centers. Yeah. And be, because of the aesthetics of it and because of the modernity yeah. and the way it's approached. But it, but it has been tuned up to, to be for a much more sophisticated customer yeah. that, um, and so that it can lead. Yeah. So you, you enjoy working in London? Love oh it. Oh my gosh, we love, love working it. in so London. The energy of London is amazing. I miss London very much because we're not allowed to freely travel, you know, we as have, much as we could. We but have, it just feels, yeah. we just have a natural connection to it and we, very, become very familiar with it. We have one full-time person that is looking after our projects there. And we have with the Pan Pacific Core projects opening in the next couple of years. And so we're very excited about our future in London and all of Europe. Well, I think that's about all we've got time for today, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate being a part of this podcast. I must have to tell you, you know, it's very nice, lovely.
Perfect. Well, I know all you guys are looking forward to the opening next year, and we we, yep. Yep. we look forward to seeing you next year when the hotel opens. So come and yes. join us. Come and join yes. us um, yeah. uh, when, when we open. We'll uh, love to yes. show you. We certainly will. We'll Stay see you soon, man. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Good afternoon, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.